0: Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. This is episode 40. For those of you who don't know, my name is Brian Pierce, and we have a guest with us tonight for episode 40. This is Caleb Ramsey. Caleb, tell me a little
1: bit about yourself. Where are you from these days? I am uh, Caleb. I'm from uh, Weatherford, Texas. Weatherford, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a great little country place yeah. you know, out there west of Fort Worth. Um, been riding dirt bikes for about eleven years now. Been in the pro class for seven Ooh. and uh, won three championships. And can't get enough of it. It's I good like stuff. it. It's trying to get stuff. more
0: championships, and we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later because you know you've been doing a lot of the torn, the TCCRA, and has mm-hmm. just started the Toro. So we'll definitely get a chance. Talk about all of that. So, looking forward to. um, Good thing that you're here, though, because there's a lot of racing that went on that I definitely want to get your opinion on because you are more of a pro than I am or probably will (laughs) ever be. Um, But I think I can get more facial hair than you can at this point. Maybe yeah, I don't know. We'll you know. see. Um, this past weekend we had the GNCC at Loretta Lynn's, and this was the double header because back in April the uh, the one at Loretta Lynn's had gotten canceled due to rain, which was a lot of rain. They had like a paddle boat out there. That was a lot of, that's a lot of rain. to Have but, a paddle boat. in. Now
1: they ran the quads that weekend right? as well as, at the double header, or no, at the one that got canceled. No,
0: they did not. No, there was there was no nothing. Reason, nothing.
1: Oh well, where? What happened? did they do? That is a good question, Because actually. the quad, Because they, they do yeah. that on the Saturdays, right?
0: Yeah, they typically do the quads on Saturdays. I don't remember when the rain started coming in and when they canceled it. That's yeah. a good question. We'll have to figure that out or, you know, figure out what's going on.
1: Insert later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
0: did happen, though, this weekend was Friday was a motorcycle race, Saturday was a quad race, and then Sunday was another motorcycle race. So we had all the big boys going out in the Friday and Sunday. Now... Friday, after talking to everybody, it seems like the track was very, very brutal. It's a little it's rough, you know, it's they've been rough there for a long time. But with the quads, on Saturday, not only do you have a rough track, it gets more rough, they push everything off to the sides, and they polish the crap out of everything. So then Sunday's track, nice. super rough, you know, more gnarly than it was on Friday, so, I mean, just think how much that would do to your body. Like, say, like Jason Thomas, rode with a broken hand on Friday. You know, and then he rode again, it's like, oh, it's just completely gnarly, dude. I don't I don't know how guys do that. You get stuff. So
1: many bikes on that track, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And yeah, it just
0: and then Friday's race was like kind of a mud race, but it was just overcast, and then they mm-hmm. had uh, Sunday's race, the sun started coming out, Saturday was really nice, and it started getting dusty. So it was like conditions were all over the place. So it was kind of crazy. Um one thing that was fun though, why I was there and why seat time was there is we did an awesomeness competition on Saturday. That went really, really well. We had Jason Wygant. He stopped by and rode. I got to talk with him a little bit about seat time and uh, what we're trying to do here. While we, you know, drink beer and bench race. That's because why not, really? Um, So that was a lot of fun. So thank you to Racer Productions for having us out there because that was really that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if I want to drive ten hours and get home at three a.m. ever again, but. We'll see what goes on. Sounds like um, a rough vacation. Yeah, it was <laughs> not really much of a much of a vacation for sure. Um, but the big thing was is like Charlie Mullins was trying to wrap up his first uh his first G N C C X E one title. You know, he's a guy that's come through the ranks. He's an American, which they haven't had an American win in a long time for the overall. Mm-hmm. And as well KTM. KTM hasn't had anybody win in a very long time. So I mean, if you were going into this weekend, you know, where would your head be at? You know, if you were like Right there. Like it so focus, close but
1: still focused big time. But I mean there's tons of pressure there, but you know, that's what those guys get paid for. Right? So just another day in the office. To I guess. twist the <laughs> throttle past the pressure, I guess, is <laughs> yeah, the way to exactly do it.
0: and unfortunately the pressure didn't I wouldn't say that it collapsed on him, but maybe the bike, maybe bad luck wherever it went because of the fact that on Friday he had a wreck and his after the mm-hmm. wreck his bike wouldn't start. Um there was not much talk about it, which if anybody knew Why? Obviously, they're not going to talk about it, but couldn't get the bike started, finished with the DNF, or didn't finish DNF. Get it? There it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, that is, yeah, I mean, that's not the way that you want to start off a doubleheader weekend when you're trying to win the championship. Mm -hmm. Bad way. Yeah, So, but Wibbly got around him, so Wibbly comes in in second, and then we've got uh, Corey Buttrick, who got his best finish of the year in second place, and uh, Josh Strang, who was who was in second place with the t- points, trying to come through and beat Mullins. So he gets third place. Mullins doesn't get any points from her DNF, so obviously the points just got a lot closer.
1: Real tight.
0: Yes, I would agree. Um, so, as in the XC2 class, ha, doom's drama. <laughs> <laughs> That's my awesome uh, typo, if yes, <laughs> you will. Um, the XC2 class on Friday had some pretty good drama. Stuart Baylor had his bike at the line, but he and he was as well trying to win his... XC2 title. His t- his championship. so But with his bike going in and out of the line, he rides back and grabs a bike that it, essentially, I don't even think he asked to take the bike. I think that they, it, KTM just took the bike and was like, <laughs> this is what you're going to ride, and he rode it. I mean, uh, it, it, it's pretty nuts. I mean, considering, you know, how I would imagine how particular you are about your setup, your suspension, your bars, your, exactly. your levers, all that stuff. I mean...
1: It's almost he, dangerous to yeah. get on someone else's bike at that level, to just get on and just you because you don't know what the suspension's going to do, you right. know, and plus your your levers are off, and man, that that gets to you after three hours or so, Yeah. Riding.
0: I can imagine, too, that there's like, certain things, maybe gearing-wise or internal, that you do to your bike that, you mm-hmm. know, your bike reacts how you know that it reacts, so in that same sense, if exactly. he's just pinning it, you know, fourth gear out of a straightaway, like, who knows what could happen where he could bounce and stuff, so...
1: Championship pressure. Yeah, right there. He's just, just he went for it. it
0: and what happened? Gets second place. It's Jordan Ashburn gets first. Baylor in second place to clinch his his first XC2 uh, title. And as Very well, nice. uh, our buddy Dale uh, Spangler, their first for Fly Racing, their first uh, off road championship in the in the dirt bike world. So, nice. congrats to both of those Very guys. Nice. And we got Andrew DeLong in third place. Um, and Andrew, this is only his second race on the Far Husqvarna 250F. So. Pretty impressive. I mean, you've been riding a two-stroke for a while, right? Yeah, for for A 250 two or 300? 250. 250. Okay, you've been riding mm. that for a while. If you just one day had to go switch to a 250F, you know, on, I mean, not just a brand, but bike, stroke, mm-hmm. everything, like, I mean, that would be, that's a pretty big change, right?
1: That's a huge change and a huge loss in power, too. So, to make that happen still on a, on a 250F, man, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean...
0: So, you know, this was his second race. He's had, I guess, about three weeks up to th- up to this race to, to ride the thing. So, I mean, obviously, he, he, the guy can ride, you know. That's Those 250Fs are, are awesome. Tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There was a lot happening on the Sunday race that was pretty interesting. Uh, injury-wise, we had very unfortunate things happen to people that... One, Thad Duvall, he wrecked himself out. But Thad's kind of been up and down, had been getting consistent, but unfortunately the consistency didn't stick. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the two that we really didn't want to see it was Josh Strang and Corey Buttrick. Both of those guys, they didn't get together this time as they have previously to (laughs) knock each other out. But Josh Strang going to the hospital with a broken leg, and then Buttrick going with a a hurt hand. I won't want to say broken hand because I don't 100% know. But I mean, you know, it's like Strang had such... Good luck from Friday over Mullins is bad luck and then mm-hmm. to come back with this. I mean it's just
1: it's devastating. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can only imagine, you know, that the the what they've put in and then the last race to come away with that kind of an injury when it's like, all right, time to refocus, get ready for the off season to get back into the on season and then injury. he gets to sit in the hospital for <laughs> god only knows. But we've got Charlie Mullins, who did exactly as you said. He got he mm. did what he did, gets paid to do, and he won. Not mm. he didn't just win a title; he won. He, he won, won outright race. over two minutes over the competition. That's a I mean, lead. it just it that's, has that's a statement. Yeah, you know? that's, that's just that's like
1: end of the year statement. Absolutely, so congratulations to him. That's Mullins. You're a
0: boy now. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not. He's not a bromance level with me just yet. But if he gets a couple more championships, he could be on Kirk Casselli level with me. Yeah, I don't he, know.
1: He's an orange rider, so... Yeah, <laughs> that's always a start. Always a start.
0: <laughs> Gotta get my, my training fluid. Um, but I was actually there when he crossed the finish line, and I can't say that I have ever been in, in, you know, 10 feet from a rider as they won their championship with their family, with their teammates. I mean, that close. It was... It was kind of cool. I mean, it was a lot of energy. energy oh, my God. It was a lot of energy. Just, I mean, his dad just ran up out of nowhere, almost took me out to get <laughs> to him. Which, Perhaps. yeah, I know. It's like, take that. Um, it, it just immediately, the whole hug, family's hugging each other. You know, the shirts are coming out. It's like, uh, it was It was really cool to be that close. I got a little bit of footage of it, so I'll see if I can pick up my editing skills and make anything of it. But that was really, really Impressive to see. So, I like how they
1: bust out the, the backwards jersey and the number plates. It's like, boom. It's like they come across the line. It's just like number yeah, one. Yeah, ready to go. Yeah. What up? they just knew, <laughs> knew it was going to happen. So. Absolutely. Solid.
0: Um, somebody that we've been looking for that he got his first XE1 podium was Caleb Russell just a couple races ago. Um, but he, he everyone expected a little bit more out of him, even though he was just a rookie to the class. But he came in second place. He was in fourth for the majority of the second race on Sunday. But he rode gr- a great race against mm-hmm. Wibley and finally put the pass on Wibley and held him off. And so Caleb Russell, congrats, second place. We talked a little bit with him in the digital off-road post-race show. Nice. Really cool little kid, has absolutely no facial hair. <laughs> yeah, he's a it, It's guy. like four pieces of hair guy. that were like here, <laughs> here, here, and like maybe one on his <laughs> lip. That was about it. Uh, man. And then we got Paul Wibley in the uh, third place. So it was. I loved it. That was my first GNCC ever. I would really? love to go back to oh, to man. to watch again, and hopefully this time be able to
1: race. Oof, um, man, racing! That's I gotta tough. <laughs> I gotta be in a
0: better shape. I gotta be in a way different shape though for three hours for the racing. It's, so the
1: GNCCs, I, my my opinion on them: the first two hours, it's fun, just fun, and then you get into the third hour and it's not. No. you're like not, I have to finish not fun like <laughs> terrible terrible <laughs> but you know but you know if you ride like they do you know over there on the east coast just every day all the time those right. guys are just used to it or something man yeah
0: that's it, it's interesting to think about how you would train for three hours because honestly like I don't, I don't can't really do three hour yeah, I mean, that's like yeah I mean it's like a <laughs> marathon trainer you know marathon when they when you train to run a marathon you never run that distance because in a marathon, it's it's mental at that point. It's just like mm-hmm. I know I can make five more miles, four more miles running, you know. So maybe it's the same way. Like you just push hard for an hour and a half, two hours worth of training, and just yeah. know that, like you said, it's two hours of fun and then it's an hour third of suck. Hours. But that third yeah. hour is just mental. You just have to say, "Boom! I'm finishing, and I'm gonna win." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might not ever say that to myself.
1: See, whenever, when I did the uh, GNCC last year, I rode 250A, and yeah, the first hour, I was like, okay, I'm going to win, and that changed dramatically. Quickly? (laughs) Like, okay, I'm going to survive, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to make it off the track, maybe.
0: (laughs) I'll make it off, maybe if somebody pulls me,
1: maybe. (laughs) That was the last guy on the track, man, just tugging along. Oh my gosh, well... Guys that weren't
0: tugging along in the XC2 class. Uh, Andrew DeLong, we talked about a little bit mm-hmm. earlier from the Friday race. Holy crap. Not only did he have a great ride on Sunday, he came away with his first XC2 win. Um, great epic battle with Jason Thomas, his Far Husqvarna teammate. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, Jordan Ashburn, who has been making a name for himself. Excuse me. In the XC2 class, he was actually mm-hmm. on a two-stroke. Really? But an older uh, 125
1: two-stroke. Nice. So, nice. Um, he was uh, he was up and coming, you know. Last year in the Open A, you know, I think yeah. everybody kind of expected uh, big things from him, and he's delivering. So yeah, for absolutely. Sure. And for sure. uh,
0: I think that um, it's Jordan Asburn. We caught him right there at the end, and he said, you know, they were asking him why he made the switch to the two stroke, and it, I can't really say that he had a definite answer. I think he just kind of did it because it was something different, knowing that he really didn't have a chance. To win the title, mm-hmm. so he just kind of was like, you know what, let's try it something different, maybe something to train on, you know, yeah. for next year. Well, I mean, ma- you have your different was, reasons for
1: those bikes. So. Maybe it's just because 125s are just fun to ride. Yeah. That's, just, Wee! that's Wee! just all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that could be <laughs> it,
0: man. But so regardless, we got uh, DeLong in first, and we've got Jason Thomas in second, and Ashburn in third. Mullins with the win. And the XC1 championship, and Mm -hmm. then we got Stuart Baylor with the win in the XC2 championship for GNCC. Epic racing. I want to go back next year, so let's make it happen. Maybe we should go race. I might have to join you there. Yeah, I think we should. Um, If you were to make your way very much more west than 10 hours from my house, you would be in (laughs) Surprise, Arizona. Do you think uh, that that I know, it's like, oh shit, where did I wake up? Crap. You're like, oh, I happen to be at Speed World Motocross.
1: <laughs> surprise! Like, let's race the works. I mean, it's right there by Phoenix, but they rather refer to it surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> surprise, you got drunk and woke up outside of Phoenix. <laughs> Very nice. But Caleb wouldn't do that. No. Don't ever listen to him. Um, of course... Our, my, my bromancer, Kurt Caselli, he was, he pretty much was a shoe in to win, um, and it seems that he would, took the more gen- gentlemanly route than just race because, you know, race for the win to win, um, and he wound up with fifth and fifth on the weekend, with the uh, fifth overall, I believe, um, but man, Taylor Roberts and Mike Brown were mm-hmm. the ones that were racing for it, and we got the young whippersnapper and Taylor oh, Roberts, yeah. and then we got old man Brownie, you mm-hmm. know, and Mike Brown, so it's kind of, it's kind of crazy in the off-road world that those guys can... Yeah, Taylor's pretty
1: young, I'm pretty sure. And I remember Mike Brown was my hero in like 2001 or something when he was winning the championship. Yeah, you know, 1998, way, (laughs) way back then. But you know, I mean, it's hard, it's like riding a bicycle, it's hard to forget to go that fast. I
0: I guess that's the case. But uh, so we had Mike Brown win on Mm -hmm. Saturday and then Taylor Roberts win on Sunday, but they both were. One and two, and then two and one, you know, and so Taylor Roberts did wind up with the overall, mm-hmm. um, and then Mike Brown in second with Justin Soleil in third. So, nice. th- those guys have all been doing a really, really good job, and then when it came down to the points, Caselli, of course, he got the championship, which is his third works championship. Man, he that's, deserves it, too. Yeah, I mean, that's...
1: Fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's real fast, but I mean, uh, that makes sense you uh, and he went, you know, five and five riding a... Conservative race, you know, yeah. just so he makes for sure, and wraps it up. So doesn't either. Yeah, he doesn't it out. need
0: to. He doesn't need to hurt himself trying to beat everybody else, and he doesn't need to take away from them because they got bonus monies and stuff mm-hmm. like that on the line too. That you know they could take a part of. He's already getting bonus money for the championship. Oh, so. yeah, and that,
1: and that sweet KTM salary, you know. Yeah, that's got to be, be horrible. horrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's horrible. Nobody pays as much as but, I do. Uh,
1: but, Kurt, um, they're expecting, KTM's expecting big things from him next year. It sounds like it. What yeah. what'd what you hear that he's doing? Well, we, he's uh, think he's going to be doing the National Hair and Hound next year. And also, Which he did win this year, so uh, I sure. can see why they would want him to do that again. Man, have you seen some of the Bomb Start videos? Yeah, if you haven't same. seen the Bomb Start videos, YouTube it. Yeah. Very impressive. And scary. Yeah. Very scary. <laughs> I think Bo
0: Cotton has got quite a few, or Cotton in, Cotton in, yeah, <laughs> he's right. got quite a few good uh, videos from being out west in the National and Hound series that. Mm-hmm. It was just what Caleb was talking about. There are some bomb
1: runs. It's just nuts. It's nuts. But uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, looking into some score events next year, and uh, KTM's thinking about Baja. Oh, yeah,
0: Baja One Thousand. So okay, so we've got Kendall Norman and his uh, Honda team that have always uh, he that he rides for uh, JCR have always always seemed to have been out at Baja for the past couple of years. But I wouldn't call that a full factory effort. I would say that they're a factory backed privateer team. Yeah, um, but. If so, the reason that it sounds like they're putting Kirk Casselli into the score events is that they're going to make a full factory effort at winning the Baja One Thousand. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Very,
1: very. Because neat. KTM's doing some neat things lately, and uh, Baja's a very, very unique, interesting yeah. event. You know, very brutal. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. very brutal. <laughs> it's,
0: it's almost the first, thing, even though they don't. It's it's not on complete par with all the extreme enduros you see out in Europe, but I mean, it is like. It's extreme and it's long and it's brutal, and you gotta, you know, find a way to stay awake. Yeah, I mean, you
1: got rocks, cacti, cartels. You got it <laughs> yeah. all. You got yeah. it all. That would be pretty <laughs> interesting
0: for dang sure. Uh, I don't know what I would do. But um, I guess with the score events, is the plan. I think that that same organization actually puts on the Baja 1000. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're thinking maybe if we do those events, it's kind of like a buildup. Mm-hmm. Maybe some bike idea. testing, maybe some rider testing. I don't, But, you know, I think. That'd be really impressive. Um, Mike Brown will be competing in the works events next year, though, but that's going to be their only uh, full-factory KTM rider at the works events. It has Mm -hmm. sounded like there has been some uh, talk in uh, weird circles about the works events that it hasn't been what it has in the past, and it's kind of been dwindling off a little bit. This could be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't know that for sure. I know that we've got a couple of riders in Texas that would love to go race works events. Um, So Mm -hmm. I don't really know if they're losing... Losing it in their fan base, losing it in their rider base or what the deal is, but we'll see more, I guess, of that will come. Um, But you are, he's here for a couple reasons. One, because he's goofy looking and it makes me look way better looking. Um, That's a lie. But uh, we had the 2011-2012 season opener of the Toro season this Mm -hmm. past weekend at Rocky Ridge, which is just north of Decatur. Um, and Caleb Ramsey was out there in the pro class. Wound up in fourth place, but he's got some great stories about the train, about the trail, about the race, and how Mm -hmm. the weekend went down, and uh, a couple of the other racers that were there that have some interesting stories. So I kind of got to turn it over to Caleb at this point, and I I may (laughs) fill in. I don't know if I even need to. Look at this guy.
1: All right, well, um, see, Rocky Ridge this past weekend was... uh, it was it was a gnarly race. We all knew that Toro was going to be stacked. It always is, and they pay the least too. I don't know why, but we all knew it was going to be stacked. Uh, we had uh, four of the last Toro champions: Cole Patrick, Cameron Ishmael, mm. Hayden Franklin, and myself. Boom! All, all last four year Weird champions. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know we're all coming there with the same plan to. <laughs> I want to wanna win. be the next winner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I pretty much guessed that. The top four of us would end up top four, right. you know, because we, um, you know, we're all the heavy contenders winning championships this year and everything, uh, except for myself. No, and Cam- <laughs> and Cole we didn't win anything, but Cameron and Hayden are the you won the champions. you
0: won rights for me. I was like, <laughs> you guys
1: are cool. Win your heart,
0: oh, yeah, no gay. No, yeah. <laughs> as Jordan would say, no homo, <laughs> no homo.
1: <laughs> Anyways, back to back to the Toro. Back to Toro. Uh, oh. Track was. At Rocky Ridge, and that's what it was. There's a huge ridge, and it's rocky, huh. and just, just just like the trails were brutal, just rocks everywhere. Um, Fun brutal, or brutal, 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 brutal. Yeah, it's just it's you know I, I like a good technical rocky uphill, right? But it's like when you're like high speed flat rocky. <laughs> nah, that's sketchy. But <laughs> Red Bull Girls came out Saturday what? and Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I actually went to high school with one of them, so mm-hmm. I got the I got the hookup on up? some on some Red Bull. I'm
0: my wife, <laughs> that I'm coming on the date with y'all.
1: Oh yeah, dude, they're gonna the Red Bulls going to be at uh, every Toro. So if you want to come out and spectate, at least and get some In, free some energy, uh, scared a little
0: hussies. I mean Red Bull Girls, right?
1: <laughs> and they have the uh, the, uh, the went big high truck. With them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where you were about to go with that. Yeah. They had the big truck. Uh, <laughs> Red Bull truck, <laughs> oh, of right, course. Right, they yeah. cranked it up at 7 a.m. You know, they got the PA Get system. The music rocking. The music rocking. Um, so they did. They were doing it up big this weekend. Um, uh, it, was, uh, it was a great re- weekend. Um, mm. Started the pro race. Sorry was, i sorry uh, I missed it, man. Oh, yeah. It, well, you didn't miss the rocks, though. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> missed, missed the exci- uh, exciting racing. Um... Pro lineup, there was thirteen of us. Stack gate. Um, I had to kick my bike a few times, and Cameron. I think I remember seeing that in the picture, You
0: guys were kind of like
1: not dawdling in the the back, not in the picture. picture. (laughs) Cole, he he came out with a clean hole shot, and I expected him to do good, but not as dominant as he did. And he uh, he uh, led every lap, and uh, Hayden Franklin was there uh, pretty close behind him in the first uh, first couple laps, and. And Cameron Ishamell and I, we had to fight through the pack. We we're way back, and we yeah, had yeah. That's the,
0: true. you guys did a fantastic job for finishing second and fourth. Though, I mean, considering the fact that you guys are both kicking your bikes off the line. Oh right? yeah. And as we were saying, the thirteen guys, none of them are slow in the pro class. Right? No, no, we so, have
1: a lot of good riders in there. And I spent I spent the first lap behind Brian Vaughn. He was riding real good this weekend, and he's good.
0: a typically a mainly a Torx rider. Is that correct? Like uh, he's a little bit uh, more
1: no. Arkansas. Oh, he's Arkan- Arkansas. Yeah, okay. Arkansas, right. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, but it took us, uh, it took me and Cameron a while, but we ended up in uh, going back and forth from second and third. Um, and then I had a bad pit stop and uh, on the, uh, I guess it was the fourth lap. Yeah, the fourth lap. And so, the fourth lap and the fifth lap, I was really trying to hang it out. You know, trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to reel in Cameron and I was pretty close to him. And on the I guess it was the end of the fifth lap, and I'm going through the flat Rocky section I was talking <laughs> about, and man, the worst thing ever happened, I always knew it was going to happen, Rock took my front wheel out, and I went head first into a tree, so, laid on the ground, unconscious for a minute, got back up, Whoa. and and barely finished the last lap, So, and I barely held off Brian Vaughn for four, so... Uh, I'm really surprised I'm not in the hospital and got fourth, so I'm pumped. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you're not back <laughs> in
0: the hospital because I'm tired of seeing you in some kind of contraption.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, just always hurt, you know. But it, uh, you know, we had a good weekend though, so I was I was happy to uh, to at least get fourth and uh, Hayden rode real well and passed me while I was picking myself up and <laughs> rode real consistent to get uh to get third. So it was it was a pretty good weekend. Um, in uh, big local news, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Hannah Otto, who won the GNCC on Friday in Tennessee. Which is amazing. Which is, she was um, the only other girl besides Maria to win. Um, then uh, Who's the girl that dominates? Maria Forsberg? Maria Forsberg. Okay, yeah. She's won all on pretty much all the races. And the champion. And the championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was really cool of Hannah coming so out. So Hannah beat win.
0: Maria Forsberg.
1: No, no, Maria rode the guys class. So oh. a little technicality there. But <laughs> oh. still hey still awesome. You,
0: yeah, yeah, that's her that's class. Cool. That's what you race. That's the way it works out. You know? First and, place is first
1: place. Yeah. So that was that was good. She wrapped up fifth in the champ in the championship. So her dad, James, drives to Beaumont Ranch for the Torn race in in uh, Texas. <gasps> Wins that and has a healthy lead in the ladies' uh, A class there. And then comes out Sunday, rides a practice lap, and then dominates the women's pro class again on, uh, mm. on Sunday. So three wins in one weekend in three different series. I don't know. That's pretty awesome. Anybody's done that, much less a yeah, girl. That's so.
0: definitely a pintful of awesome right there. Man, that's like two Solid. pintfuls of awesome. Um, do you think that the money that she won from all those actually made up for the gas money? That
1: I don't know how much the, the women's pro... Pro makes on Toro, but gas money? No, no way, no way. <laughs> I know how much I spent
0: just getting to Tennessee and back, and I'm like, Whoop. oh yeah. yeah, they're
1: driving big suburban. I don't want to know their gas bill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh my gosh! And uh, not to forget Ashley Crouch, who went two, three for the weekend and wrapped up second in the championship. Yes. So the and local actually, local girls kicking butt.
0: I like it. I actually saw her out there. I, d- I didn't want to get too much in her way because I knew that her and her brother were doing their GNCC thing and. I was, yeah, meeting meeting and greeting with all kinds of other people out at the GNCC, but it was nice to see them, you know, kind of wave mm-hmm. high really quick, let them do their thing and that, but yeah, actually looked great out at the GNCC, on the bike, off the bike, just hanging out. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I'm excited, though. We've got another, we've got about a week break from the time this will come out for the next Toro, and um, mm-hmm. it's going to be at Thackerville. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be really cool. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to go do the recon this weekend on Saturday. So, look for that early next week. Um, that'll be up there. Um, but what we do have this weekend? Why I'm going to be close to Thackerville is the Red the River Monster uh, Enduro. Um, that will be the end of the T6 um, series for this year for the 2011 series, and kind of be a victory lap for Hayden Franklin because mm-hmm. he has already wrapped up his seventh 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 line. Enduro T6 championship. That's insane.
1: That's
0: I mean that that guy like
1: just about disappeared and came back too, and like. You know, I mean, he, he's I mean, for his age. That's you know, I mean, not that we're calling you old, but you are. He, he keeps his head shaved, so he looks young. I think that's, I think that's the strategy. Is that where we're
0: all gonna be in ten years? Yeah, no, <laughs> maybe you, but I got this yeah! thick
1: head of hair, so I don't, I do plan on looking. You know. There'll be
0: people like you that do go bald. You know that, right?
1: No oh, wait, man! I'll get a role game sponsorship. Or something, man. <laughs> That'll
0: work. I think I think that's that's the way you should do it, right? That's the way yeah, you should I don't do know it. Why they don't yeah. sponsor dirt bike riders. So if you at all, there's no timekeeping. There's like it's like forty bucks to register, forty five I think if you're not pre registered. No gate fees, anything like that. It's the strict strict race fee. There's no mm-hmm. reason not to come out. I mean, there's a couple of the races, but it's Monster is awesome, and there's been. Some weird stuff going on with some uh, land issues, just a little east, um, so I think at this point you might want to get your ride time in at mm-hmm. Munster while you still can, because who knows if it's going to be there next year. Yeah. There is some talk. So we'll see. Come out to Red River. If if you're going to be in Louisiana, where would people want to go
1: ride, do you think? The uh, Louisiana Cross Country Series. Mm-hmm. What's that? The L-A-C-C? LAC. Uh, what's that? DeSoto yeah. Motocross Park. That's going to be... Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good race. No, Cheyenne Harmon's heading out there. Maybe... Yep. Maybe Brian Vaughn, too, maybe. He's from Arkansas.
0: So. Yeah, it's not too... Oh, yeah, it's, it's not too... Yeah, because it's a uh, street... It's right by street. Yeah, it just he does, does some of so. those,
1: I believe, so... That'll, that'll be... Uh, if you're in, the, if you're in the East Texas not going to the Enduro, might hit up that. that yeah. Be, but it's a good race in there.
0: Absolutely, and that's the last round. That's round 10 for them, so if you're looking to finish off uh, anything, if you're in East Texas uh, with, a, with a bang, that's definitely the one to do it at. DeSoto mm-hmm. Motocross Park, I believe, is run by Trampus Parker, who not only is a past... Yeah. LACC winner, but he's also like a past MX2 champion,
1: world world motocross I don't like GP legend, pretty he's much. Pretty awesome, yeah. Pretty much awesome. And auto is
0: more awesome. Yeah. At this point.
1: That, yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, yeah.
0: So, um, and then, again, if you're looking for something a little bit different this weekend, there is the ri- the Reigns Riding University, and that is going to be in Pittsburgh, Texas, at the Crouch's mm-hmm. property that we were talking about, Ashley and Matt's Crouch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jason Reigns, if you guys don't know, legend in the off-road racing. He's won a lot. <laughs> uh, he runs one, 100. Mm-hmm. He's always been on Yamaha for quite a while now. He is putting on a, uh, one of his universities at their property, a three-day class, so Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I believe, and that will be in conjunction with the Yamaha demo. So there's going to be some YZFs oh, really? and some WRFs and even some, uh, some two-strokes that they're going to have uh, out there. See. So if you have nothing better to do and you, want to, you don't need to be a racer to go to these kind of classes, I think that that's something that people get confused on because it's just like going to do a street bike class. It's going to make you a safer rider. If you go out mm-hmm. and learn some tricks and some tips from Jason Reigns, it's going to make you a safer, better rider. And that doesn't mean you have to be a safer, better racer. If you're a racer and looking to find a way better, maybe to the top of the podium, obviously some of these tips and tricks are going to help you. And he doesn't just you know, show you how to ride your bike better. He talks through nutrition. He goes ahead and gives you a complete manual and guide nice. to like, take you through essentially almost what would be your entire year. So you get... All of that for the price that will be on the website because of the fact that I'm not going to quote it for you because it's not my program. I actually don't know what it costs. But uh, rainsracing.com is where you're going to go. That happens this weekend. I know that they still have a couple spots left, so please go check it out and uh, tell them that Seat Time since you if you do. And if you don't, just call them anyway and tell them that Seat Time <laughs> sent you and
1: see what they say. Um, so, so That's a wealth of knowledge there. That'll yeah. be well worth, yes. well worth yes. your time. If
0: I was riding... I would wanna go because mm-hmm. I, I did the Shane Watts school that was at a Brian nice. Storage yeah. property one time. Freaking greatness. But I was still on my two fifty F. And now no. that I'm on the two stroke, I would like to do one of those classes again on the two stroke. I think that I would I think I would get different knowledge out of that, you know, like Yeah, Because yeah. you just ride those bikes differently, you know. Yeah, and
1: Sean's always been a he's been a two stroke rider, yeah. you know. So I mean but you know, still though, I'm sure. Yeah. Tons oh yeah. Of knowledge. But between those like two
0: guys, if you took both of their classes, and I know that they both offer advanced classes, and that's what I would think would be just like oh, super yeah. sick. It's but weird. um, so uh, I say thank you very much for being on Seat Time. This is kind of what that we're going to try to do. We're not just you know we will we will obviously anytime Caleb Ramsey wants to come on, we're going to let him come on. And that's the way it goes down. If we got four people on this couch, boom, that's more knowledge. Party. More knowledge and. uh but we're going to kind of try to bring in different writers from the local scene, and uh, hopefully we're going to try to figure out what we're doing with our little uh, live streaming uh, and maybe get some, uh, some national talent as well edited in. It could be fun. I don't know. But this has been Episode 40. We really thank you very much for paying attention, and uh, we'll talk to you later. And if nothing else, always enjoy a pie full of awesome.
1: Kick it. Hi, Mom. I love it very
0: nice